This is the WHL This Week Radio Edition, presented by the Western Hockey League. Here's your host, John Keane. Hey, welcome to the show. Ahead to WHL Central Division teams in the midst of their BC Division road swing. For the Swift Current Broncos, the first time in four years they've toured that province. First round NHL pick and Broncos defenseman Owen Pickering will be our guest. Well, the Medicine Hat Tigers are also on the road out west. Regan Bartell set to go behind the scenes with Tigers head coach and GM Willie Desjardins. And in Prince Albert, Ryder Ritchie has been named the Tempo WHL Player of the Week. He'll close out our show. First stop. Swift Current Broncos defenseman Owen Pickering leads a team of 16 players born in either Saskatchewan or Manitoba through the BC Division in what's the first journey to the province for the team in four years. I spoke with Pickering on how the road trip is going. Uh, yeah, I think it's uh, it's been not a bad one for our group. Um, obviously, coming out here at the, at the start of the year, I think it's good for team bonding. Um, kind of spend some time with each other. We have some new guys in the lineup, and uh, we're excited about what we can do this year. So uh, to be able to get out, spend a lot of time on the bus, and uh, play some games has been fun, and now we're looking forward to the one tonight. It's the only uh, ferry ride in the entire WHL. You did that uh, earlier on the swing, and I'm assuming that's probably first ferry ride for a lot of guys on that swing. It's been four years since the Broncos have been in B.C. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been a long time for this organization. So I know a lot of the guys. It was there, including me. It was the first time, uh, even in the ocean or at the ocean. So uh, it's, it was pretty cool. It's uh, some nice views. <clears throat> Obviously, we we didn't get the result we wanted in Victoria, but uh, just the experience of uh, being in that city was was a lot of fun. And, and like I said, we had some some good bonding times. So uh, it was fun. And yeah, we're looking forward to tonight. I want to ask you about uh, just going through this division, you know, sort of just picking your way through it, uh, not really knowing these teams very well, but obviously just trying to play the Broncos game. What's the mindset when you go and play a team you only play once a year and, and in this case only been out here every four years? Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head there with uh, with kind of just trying to play our game. Obviously, we, we don't know these teams very well. A lot of us watch a lot of hockey and, and you know kind of the, the stats and, and the names of guys, but... Um, rather than like a team against Med Hat, for example, where we play them eight times in a year, we're pretty familiar with their game, whereas uh, we're coming into Kamloops not knowing um, a lot about this group and even the rink. Like it's, it's our first time kind of walking into buildings uh, kind of all over this trip. So for us, it's, it's about getting familiar really quickly, but then um, being able to trust our game and trust that uh, our game can beat anybody in this league if, if we execute the game plan and uh, not taking anyone lightly. Um, but also having confidence in ourselves. Our guest is Owen Pickering, first-round NHL draft pick and one of four 19-year-olds drafted on this Broncos team. This is a pretty elite group of, of 2004s, and you guys have been building somewhat towards this season. Is there a sense that this is a year to push for the Broncos? Uh, yeah, that's our sense for sure. Um, I think for us as, as players, we want to win. Uh, it's, it's been a few years here where we unfortunately haven't made the playoffs, so... Uh, I think kind of like Matt Ward, Josh Fellman, Connor Vinston, and, and Reed Dick are obviously uh, big pieces for us. And it's been fun to kind of grow with these guys coming in at 16 and uh, being able to, to spend three, four years together. And now coming in this year where we're all uh, impact players in the league and, and we're excited to kind of get it going and see how far we can take it. You're starting to see some teams, especially out east, uh, start to you know put together a, a playoff-like roster, starting to add some teams around you like Saskatoon and, and like Moose Jaw. Does that kind of get you itchy for potentially what could come in Swift Current later this year? 
Yeah, we're excited. <laughs> Obviously, I'm not, I'm not the GM, but uh, I think for us, again, it's about playing every night and making sure that we're competing because uh, if we put ourselves in a, in a very good position, I know that uh, that'll kind of force people's hands. So uh, we're excited. We want to win some games here, and uh, that's what we're going to do. A lot of your peers right now are still up in the NHL, uh, and that's great to see. You know, you're thinking about Kamloops uh, and Fraser Minton, uh, Wenatchee. Of course, you would have played against Zach Benson a lot last year, uh, still with the Sabres. Uh, Connor Bedard, you will know him very, very well. As an 4 and, and seeing these guys sort of in your age group and around to be in the NHL, what does that, what does that mean to you, or what does that kind of make you think about? Uh, makes me think about wanting to be in the NHL. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. It's, it's obviously... Pretty surreal, honestly, like knowing uh, I know Connor pretty well and then obviously Menti as well. So uh, seeing them be able to kind of fulfill their dreams. I know Corch very well. So uh, seeing those guys fulfill their dreams and then um, knowing that, that hopefully that can be me in the, in the not so distant future is, is definitely motivating. Um, and then I think that that has the same trickle down effect to our group as well, where everybody kind of sees these guys we played against and I uh, think thinks that kind of like that could be them. So uh, it definitely is motivating, and uh, I'm happy for them. Okay. Well, good to meet you, Owen. Uh, in the midst of your BC swing, you guys have a great year there with the Broncos. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much. You're listening to the WHL This Week Radio Edition. The Medicine Hat Tigers also find themselves on their BC swing and landed in Kelowna, where Regan Bartell has more. Let's spend a few minutes with Medicine and Tiger head coach Willie Desjardins. Willie, welcome to BC. Players are often asked, okay, what's your favorite stop along the BC Divisional Tour? From a coaching perspective, what's your favorite stop? <laughs> now that's a loaded question. Um, I don't know. We haven't been out here for a while, but this is a great building. Like, like it's a really, you know, and it's got lots of history for us. So this certainly have to be one of the one of the main stops when you come in. Even just coming up here and sitting and looking um, brings back back a lot of memories. Especially 2004, right? Yeah. The the Memorial Cup where you yeah. guys probably didn't play at your optimum level. No, we didn't have the best. That that you know, like it was funny how that series rolled. Um, we were a way better uh, four line team. Like we kind of mixed our lines a little bit, and then we got here and they had the timeouts, and it took us out of the four line and put us you know, into more of a three-line because you couldn't keep guys in the game. And uh, that hurt us a little bit. But saying all that, you you, you, just, you still have to win. It doesn't make any difference. Other teams beat us, and they were better teams at that time. So, but uh, anyways, yeah, we had a good run that year. You coached Alex Edler, who right now is no longer playing. I think yeah. basically retirement is, uh, is coming quickly for him. He's not playing with anybody yeah. this year. What do you remember about Alex Edler as a player and just as a person? Well, Alex is an outstanding person, like totally committed to the game, you know, built lots of stuff around the game, Um, really quiet, but very dependable, Um, you know, never, uh, never really straight, like never got too high or too low, uh, but was always there, uh, could really shoot a puck. Mm -hmm. When I look at you, you're 66 now, right? Going on 67 in February, you and Mike Johnston are the elder statesmen among head coaches in the WHL. Uh, when you look at the new coaches that are coming into the league, does that excite you or does that uh, or does that worry you? <laughs> no, it excites you. There's so many good coaches in our league, all, throughout the league, and you look at the guys that are going to World Juniors and you know, filling in in all the different spots in Hockey Canada thing, and, and, and we just have a lot of really good coaches in this league, and it, it's exciting. Like It doesn't matter what team you're 
you're you're coaching against. You know the coach is doing a good job in the other team. The other team will be well prepared. So it's exciting to see that. It's such a great league, and uh, you know it's just great to be part of it. You were, of course, a head coach. Well, with the Vancouver Canucks is clearly what everybody remembers about you. The coaching ranks getting a bit younger, maybe. Ryan Husko, good example. He is now head coach in Calgary. Do you like the fact that there's been a bit of a shift there? I think it's kind of a bit of a cycle. It just depends who's winning. I think there's more of a, a shift towards guys that have played the game that have you know been in the league a little bit, uh, and they have a lot to lot to bring. And I think almost every coaching staff, it's it's. Not one coach can do it all anymore, so you need a balance. And so different different coaches are surrounding themselves with different people to be successful. And, uh, you know, you just look at that throughout the league. Like a lot of the you know, guys that played the game, they're, they're getting experienced coaches with them or somebody to compliment them a little bit. But uh, there's lots of different ways of making up a coaching staff. Willie Desjardins, head coach of the Medicine Hat Tigers. You still have a lot of uh, tread on the tire as a coach. What, what still drives you to be a head coach at this level? <laughs> I don't know how much tread's there, but <laughs> it's good of you to say. Um, it's just the love of the game. Yeah. You just love the game. You love, you love, there's nothing better every night get to go out and get evaluated on what you've done. Like lots of jobs you have in life where you never get the evaluation. Maybe once a year you sit down with a boss and somebody tells you, we get immediate feedback every night on what we're doing. And, and it's great. To, I love to see players do things that people don't think they can do like that's the fun part of coaching so there's still lots of lots in it that I enjoy uh, I got an unbelievable staff like I don't do near as much anymore which is nice for me but uh, uh, when you have a great staff you can <clears throat> you can still get the credit when you need it and if things go bad you can shuff it off to somebody else <laughs> I like that answer your love for the game is extremely high do you wish today's major junior player had the same love for the game that you do well, that's interesting. I think there's, I do think the game's changed a little bit. Um, and I don't think there, there are guys that have an incredible love for the game. You look at Bedard. You look at the discipline he had, no fast foods. You, you, you talk to everybody, shot a thousand pucks a day for how, how many years. Like there's guys that have even a, a higher level than I have for sure. Um, you know, but there are some that, you know, that don't have that level. And, and it's, hard to, it's hard to get them to commit the way you want. But it, it's saying that there's so many good young players in the game and so talented, you know, and it, uh, it, it's amazing when you get on the ice just what they can do talent-wise. Like, it's unbelievable. The Rockets, it is paint the rink pink night here at Prospero Place. And I was looking in the archives. You actually shaved your mustache, did you not, for for cancer? That was back in 09? Yeah, that was a ways back. It was. Wacey <laughs> Hamilton shaved it. So that was, I can't remember what happened that night, but that, uh, yeah, they did. So that was the only time, too, I bet you, in 25, 30 years that I haven't had it. I was going to say, I don't know of any other WHL coach that has a mustache but you. So what did, what did it look like, honestly? What was your general feedback on, on how you looked clean shaven? I don't know. Probably better. <laughs> Couldn't have been worse. It had to be better. I don't know. It, uh, it didn't last long, but uh, and, and for no reason. It's just it's just kind of the way I've been for a while, but uh, I know Joe, my assistant coach, has a mustache, but I'll pass it on to nobody. His is a little hard to see, so it's good. Okay, what did the wife think? What, what was her general consensus? Keep the stash on? <laughs> I don't know if she really cared. I think, she, I think she'd kind of given up on me by, by that time, so it was like, you do whatever you want. Hey, Willie, appreciate the visit as always, and enjoy the road trip. Okay, thanks, Ray, and good luck. From the drop of the puck to the Ed Chenault Cup, this is the WHL This Week Radio Edition. 
Sean Clouston, head coach, general manager of the Kamloops Blazers and WHL alumnus Justin Pogge are set to represent Canada as members of the National Junior Team coaching staff for the 2024 IIHF World Junior Hockey Championships. Now, Clouston named as an assistant coach for Team Canada as they head to Sweden over Christmas. Yeah, and it's really exciting. It's, uh, it's something that... Yeah, I, I, I look forward to. I was involved in 14, 15, 16. Uh, some of the best hockey moments uh, you know, of my career, uh, just being a part of that, being part of a couple gold medals. Um, I'd actually applied for a couple of years and, and it didn't, you know, got, got close to the end, but didn't, uh, didn't get any positions with the World Junior Team. Uh, Al Miller invited me to help out at camp last summer. I think that was a real positive. It was exciting to go back and be a part of it. And I've known a lot of those guys for, for a number of years. And when they made the phone call, it was a, it was a no-brainer. It was a real easy decision for me. I'm glad that, uh, you know, that, that Tom Gallardi has given me the, the, the leave. And, you know, I know that the team is going to be in good hands when I'm gone. Meanwhile, Justin Pogge was named goaltending consultant. Pogge spent three seasons in the WHL from 2003 to 2006, splitting time with the Prince George Cougars and Calgary Hitmen. Hockey Canada also announced the addition of former Lethbridge Hurricanes D-man Brent Seabrook as a member of the management group alongside Lethbridge Hurricanes GM Peter Ranhold, who serves as the under-20 lead for the Program of Excellence Management Group. And Wenatchee Wild forward Zach Benson continues with the NHL's Buffalo Sabres as an 18-year-old. He's getting rave reviews from Sabres head coach Don Granato. He's been great since day one. We've all said that, and we've kind of tempered the excitement saying, okay, the next phase is main camp, the next phase is preseason game, uh, the next phase is then a real game. Uh, and in every situation, and I, and I even mentioned the indicators told us that we should keep him because this can trend this is translatable in the regular season and it's hockey sense it's awareness positionally sound uh, you know he, he has offensive gifts but he he's not a liability at all and usually you got to send a guy to the American League or back to junior because they don't know how to defend uh, in the NHL they don't know how to put themselves in the right position or the opponent on the other side is just too physically imposing for him they need to go back and train and get a little bigger and stronger. He's addressed all of those. He, he has a very high compete level. He's tough to knock off pucks. He's, he disrupts a lot of pucks of guys that are 30, 40 pounds heavier than him. He'll force them to botch the play. Uh, so those, those are the intangibles uh, that, that showed in games one and two that were very effective. And then obviously he has the skill to convert once he does those. But if he didn't have those, he'd probably have to go back to junior if he wasn't you know, again, you look at junior players and you think, are they big enough and strong enough or are they smart enough defensively? He's got those teams, those two things uh, uh, addressed. Benson, still one of four players from the WHL, either 18 or 19 years old, playing in the National Hockey League. The Western Hockey League Player of the Week. Prince Albert Raiders NHL draft eligible forward Ryder Ritchie has been named the Tempo WHL Player of the Week. It's six points in three games for the Raiders. Nolan Cole has more. Well, Ryder, uh, let's go back to last weekend. Obviously a, a great weekend for the team. Uh, five of a possible six points in that three games and three stretch uh, stretch you had there last weekend. What went so well for the team last weekend, do you think? Yeah, I just thought we, we executed. I mean, we played to our structure and I think... Our execution was was on point. I mean, we we were making p- plays off our breakouts, and our forecheck was going, and we were creating offensive chances, and we were scoring. So I think I think that's what really helped us this weekend. 
player of the week in the league. Uh, I know you've picked up a lot of accolades already in your young career, but uh, what does that uh, player of the week award mean to you, if anything? Yeah, it's uh, it's an honor to be recognized as player of the week. I mean, I couldn't have done it without my line mates who who played also played well all week, and I mean my teammates too. So I think I think this week was just a group effort from all of us. But yeah. And then, you know, you mentioned your line mates, Ryder, so Oyring and Stanek. It seems like you guys are really impacting the game each and every night. Uh, you must be having a lot of fun playing with those guys right now. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I mean, we played played most of the weekend in the Ozone, which is what you want as, a, as an offensive line. And I thought we were, we were making plays to each other, giving goals. And I just thought it's just a lot of fun playing with these two skilled guys. So, yeah. Maybe on the season, rider. obviously you're projected to be a high draft pick next year in the NHL. Do you think about any of that right now, or are you just trying to focus on your game day in, day out? Yeah, just try not to focus on that. I mean, just trying to, try to play my game night in, night out, and just trying to help, just do what I can to help the team win and play my best and uh, kind of let that thing, or let that stuff take care of itself. Hey, I want to ask you about, obviously you, you grew up uh, partly in Europe. Uh, what was it like playing youth hockey in Sweden, I think it was? yeah that was yeah that was different i mean i loved it uh we i mean the ice is bigger over there it's a lot more skill development it's more of a skill game and uh yeah i mean i i think it helped help develop me as the player i am today i mean lots of lots of edge work lots of skating stuff that you do over there so i think i think it was an important thing that i learned that part of the game too from 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 a different standpoint what do you expect this weekend you got regina and moose jaw coming in here to the art hauser center yeah, I mean, playing two good teams in Regina, they've been on a roll lately in Moose Jaw, but I think if we play like we did last weekend, I think I think we'll be fine, and I just think we keep keep doing the things we're doing, I think we'll be good. Last one for you, Ryder. You must be excited about where this team's headed right now, 6-3-0-1 uh, through the first 10 games, and it seems like you're really on an upward trajectory right now. Yeah, I mean, it's awesome when you're, when you're winning games. It's a lot It's a lot more fun, yeah. but yeah, I mean, it's it's been it's been good. I mean... Six three and one or zero oh and one. That's a start you want to have. So I think if we keep keep playing like that, keep keep having three on three weekends like that, five out of six points. You can try to go for six out of six points. I think I really like where this team's headed right now. Just lastly, have you had friends and family already here? I, I imagine they plan to come again here this year to, to Prince Albert to watch you play. Yeah, my parents have been up and down. They've been here a couple weekends, but yeah, it's it's fun having them come watch me play. My little brother especially too. So. Yeah, it's fun having family around. Thanks for doing this. Good luck this weekend. Yeah, thank you. Hey, that's going to wrap up this week's show. Big thanks to our guests and as well to Regan Bartell in Kelowna and Nolan in Prince Albert. Thanks, guys. I'm John Keane for WHL This Week.